Hey yo, what's up people? Welcome to the podcast. This is Flow Poet here with Mozart to discuss finally on the 20th episode of this channel. Album review, Black Nazi by Mozart. I have him here in the building, ladies and gentlemen. Go ahead and introduce yourself to the fuck, bro. What's up, people? It's your boy Mozart. You know, I'm a rapper. I like to do rapper things. I like to write words on paper or on my word pad and make them sound cool and shit. I'm hailing from Fort Worth, Texas, by the way. Given by that statement, you couldn't really tell. Anyway! I do thank everybody for coming in and everybody for listening and everybody hitting that play button so far. We're over 100 plays right now, 19 episodes deep in the game. And I feel like I will very soon be reaching 50, then of course 100. But at, by the time I get to 100 episodes, I plan on being in a completely different setting than I am now. I'm happy to say that I'm a fifth of the way there. This has been quite a journey. And this is something I truly want to stick with and do pretty much the rest of my life. This and along with a lot of other things. Like this right here just opens up a lot of doors for me and more creativity in my mind. So not only is this something that I thoroughly enjoy, it's also therapeutic. Just to give you a quick rundown of the album, it is a 14-track album. We have Down Part 1, Manson, Lynch, Nothing, It's a Race, Eye for Eye, Dreaded, Down Part 2, Imitate, Fox, A Nazi's Web, It's Not Anicide, like I said for like the first five times trying to pronounce that damn word, Plan featuring King, how do you say that for a dude's name, King Pija? Pager. Pager. Okay, I just want to make sure I got that right. King Peja and Laura Pablo, who is also the engineer for this album. He is the, how did you reference it? Engineer, producer, my uh, my brother in rhyme. Well, my partner in rhyme. My That's what I meant. That right my there. Partner in rhyme. And also, let's see, to continue down the track list, down part three in the last track, Look at the Sky, which reminds me of a very young version of me who used to go out like, just like at church events that will go out into the middle of the field. Well, I consider it a field. Like, it's not an actual field field. It's just when the middle, it's just a big-ass grass patch in the in the middle of the church grounds. And I would just sit there and I would legitimately look at the sky. Like, the amount of thoughts that went through my head during that time. So, truth be told, look at the sky is one of my favorite ones because it speaks to the Gemini in me. And reminds me of my younger self and my thought process, how they evolved over a course of time. Overall, for this album, like, everything, how everything came together, the first thing I want to take a stab at, really, is the album cover. It is a, it's a spider, and appears to be, like, with the, with some bars written in the background and everything, like, truth be told, what really inspired, you know, the creation of the album art, and where did the, the title come from? Um... The title, probably, well, I know where it came from. Like, I can visualize where I was sitting and everything and where Pablo was sitting. Right. Not sure if we were drunk. So it probably came from a drunk conversation. But um, we were just in the studio, and we was chopping it up, listening to beats or doing whatever, like, normal. And then he was just like, hey, bro, what if you, uh, what if you name the project black nazi and i was like ah what i kind of <laughs> wasn't feeling it at first but i wasn't not feeling it 
open to the idea. Because I like controversial shit. Right. But I don't like controversial <laughs> shit. So it's like, alright, bet. Let me, um... Let me sit on it. So I just I just took it home. I sat on it. I was like, I'm going to let it incubate. And I like looked up the definition for Nazi. And I don't remember exactly what the second definition that Google gave me was. <laughs> but the yeah. second definition was pretty much basically along the lines of like having a rat like somebody with like radical views, having an authoritarian, like an authoritarian, um, Mindset. Yeah, they have like an authoritarian mindset. So basically, right. I'm you're not gonna back down from you're not gonna back down from this radical viewpoint. Nobody is gonna change it. Like you're very extreme with this viewpoint that you have. So pretty much, you want that you on the side and I appeal for your cause. Yes, that was that's basically it. And so I was like, boom. No, I'm not saying that I'm out here supporting, you know. Actual Hitler. Nazis. Yeah, Hitler and the Holocaust and all that it's shit. It's just the definition just, of the word, people. I'm basically literally, you know what? They're, Black Extremist doesn't sound like a cool album name. <laughs> it does not, no. At, that, the, at the end of the day, Black, black Extremist, no. Black Nazi no. Is, was my way of saying Black Extremist. All right, yeah. <laughs> now, now, yeah, you know, that was the best, yep. yeah. That's pretty much the best way we can look at it because we're not gonna act like Nazi. It's it's the bad word, but at the same time, it's like when you look at the actual definition of the word Satan, I guarantee it's gonna change your mind about using the word because Satan and Lucifer, like Satan, don't get me wrong, I understand what that word who has that name, but he got that out the film when I guess to recorrect my to correct myself, it's like Lucifer is not a bad name. I know I just said Satan was a bad name, but you were saying it's bad now. I'm gonna be real. Like, but I know what you mean. Yeah, but it's like Lucifer is not a bad name. If you were to name your child Lucifer, don't think of it as you're naming your kid after the devil. Because truth be told, just because he has the same name as somebody who like that, if you believe in the faith and whatnot, you gotta remember God created that angel and gave him that name. There you go. So just because the album is titled Black Nazi does not mean he's talking about killing black people. It's actually the exact opposite. It actually talks about what kills black people. I don't know. I might have talked about killing a couple niggas. I don't know, bro. bro See, didn't, didn't, didn't we have a conversation about, you know, not confessing things through bars? <laughs> I believe we had a conversation about this. Not actual murders. <laughs> Like, like, do you have another life I don't know about? Yes. What? But, um, nah, but, um, the cover, I wanted there to be a swastika on it. Like, I thought about it. I wanted to figure out how to incorporate one in there, but then I was like, eh, it's to be expected. You use word. the word Nazi. So, I mean, how much shit has Eminem got over the years with the shit he said? So... I probably like a year, year and a half before the project was even done. I um whenever I'm trying to think of cover art sometimes if I can't find like something on Instagram or fucking Tumblr or Deviant Art or some random place where it's just fucking random artwork, I legit just dry ass get on my iTunes and just scroll and just look at all the fucking album 
art that I have, I just sit there and scroll up and down until like I get inspired and then I was scrolling and I saw the Migos culture, culture one and culture two. And I was like, hmm, hmm. okay. You know, you got you a little background with the fucking, with the PN. Oh, you got background, you got a background with the PNG images. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the PNG images just slapped on there in like a little decorative fashion or whatever. And I was like, I kind of like this. It's real simple. I like simple. It's kind of right, like, right. You know, it's lo-fi like a, you know, like. There's this mm-hmm. power in, sim- in simple. Like, truth be told, like, I can relate to that because I personally like things that are simple yet powerful. And I like concepts that are simple yet powerful. It's like, it's like saying having the faith the size of a mustard seed. Yeah. Simple yet powerful. And, like, the main thing that I liked about the album cover was the use of, like, flowers and, like, uh, birds. Like, right. animals and shit like that. So... When I went to the original Black Nazi cover, I was like, all right, I want animals, I want flowers. So I found this African flower. I can't remember exactly what it means, but what the meaning behind it was. But I think the flower was supposed to represent like rebirth or some shit like that. So I took that flower and I put like the flower between like three panthers. And then behind the Panthers, I think it was either... Yeah, behind the Panthers, it was like two clan hoods. Right. Behind the two clan hoods, it was like two um, Nazi hats. Like Nazi military hats or whatever. Then behind them, it was the dude from the Ferguson thing that was like throwing the... uh, Throwing the smoke grenade back that had the American flag shirt on. Right. Then behind him, it was Muhammad Ali, you know, throwing a jab or doing whatever I had him doing. Then behind, at the top, oh, then it was Jesse Owens. Right. Jesse Owens holding up the fist. And at the top of it all, it was um, Huey Newton sitting in his iconic. Yeah. Sitting in iconic what? In the iconic, um, when he's sitting in the chair. Ah, yeah, 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 holding the spear and everything like that. When Yeah, yeah, when he's sitting in the chair or whatever, I had that, like, at the top of it. And that was the original cover. And so we, um, that was done, you know, way ahead of time. And so once we finished the album and we did all the songs and we sent it off on, like, um, to, like, iTunes and all that or whatever, it got... All the songs got cleared, but and we were nervous about that because Word. of the fucking uh the Manson clip and then the clips on uh down uh-huh. with the old uh I can I don't know her name, but it was like an older white woman. And that's who's saying all this stuff about like white people being afraid about them losing their power and all this stuff. That's yeah. like, that's actually an older white woman. Huh. That sounded like a white dude to me to be real. Nah, so like that was the that was the point of like the sound bites that I used. At first I had a bunch of sound bites in my head that I wanted to use, but I narrowed it down to using the two most powerful sound bites that I had from white people. Right, right. I didn't want it to be black people saying things about white people. I wanted it to be white people saying things about black people. Because that right there provides the contradiction. That's why I call this a contradicting album in a way that makes you think because you got white people, white people, 
proclaiming how great black people were. And one of these white people, like on the song Manson, which is honestly one of the most, to me, one of the most, one of the most mindfuck songs on here. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, wait, wait. Before we go out. Cause I, right, right. Uh, what, we got another point? I don't know, wait, wait. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fuck, I forgot exactly where I was going. Um, but, oh yeah, the cover. Wrapping yeah. up the cover. And so, yeah, they said no. And I was like, fuck that. That's some bullshit. And so, um, Orlando Jones, around the same time, he got kicked off of American Gods. Were and just the simple fact that like I had already used oh that's the one black person soundbite that I have is Orlando Jones is uh Mr. Nancy the character Mr. Nancy and just because I was already coming with like Mr. Nancy-esque energy on the project I felt like right I decided to just like going back to when I said I want to use a swastika it's because I wanted a symbol for black Nazi like I like simple album covers like if I could do an album cover where I just had a symbol and it don't say Mozart it don't have no parental advisory mm -hmm. it ain't got no album title if I could just do that every project right. I would but that'd be different as fuck to be honest and like um, but my brain won't let me do it eventually I'm gonna get tired of it and I'm gonna try to I'm gonna be like nah I gotta fuck it up and just change the nigga just change everything like yeah that's just how I am but, um, so I wanted a symbol and I basically kept thinking about, man, they kicked my nigga Orlando off of American Guys. Like, that sucked. And I just kind of looked at that as a fucked up thing. And then I'm not necessarily saying that they're like nearly equated, but it was right. like Orlando can't be on American Guys. I can't use my original cover. Nigga, fuck you. I'm going <laughs> to use a Nazi on yeah, my cover. Yeah. I'ma use a Nazi on my cover. So I used the spider. And my homegirl was like, you should um she was like, you should use you should use the spider, but have the words black Nazi be in the shape of the spider. I tried it and it was cool, but I didn't like it all the way. So I took I just filled up a white background on Photoshop with random right, bars right. from the project, and then I created the spider. Uh, yeah, it's Photoshop shit. Photoshop magic. Nice, and I did nice. all that, and that's how I made the fucking, that's how I made the cover. So, shout out to P for uh, giving me that idea. And, like, just off the album cover alone, you know you're in for something. Like, you know you're in for a ride, lyrically-wise, and mental imagery. Like, you're just, <clears throat> excuse me, you just on that wave of, you know, like, because this album does make you look at black people. It makes you look at things and habits that we have or that we do and everything like that. Like, truth be told, there's a lot of things that we do to ourselves. Like, before, oh, just side note, people, this is a purely fun fact. This is literally, literally the fourth attempt at this recording. Like, we literally just finished this shit and it was a nice, solid hour solid hour ladies and gentlemen and due to my editing inefficiency ended up deleting it like it i was trying to add some background music to it but like i'll tell you like the, the things that have been talked about about this album recorded in drafts or off record like my main point for saying this is that this is an album that should be in your repertoire this is an album that is indeed in my repertoire it is something I go to for inspiration. It's something I go to for deep thought. It's something I go to for 
you know, if I want to hear music that's going to make me think and put me in that mode of just, you know, really think about my position in life. Like, truth be told, like, yes, this is a contradicting album, but I feel like it's more on the side of contradicting the thoughts of black people. If you the ways of black to, people. If you want to listen to it just to come tell me I suck, I appreciate that too. I'm going to ask you why. We're going to have a nice conversation. Like, yeah, I'm just, I really did it to create a dialogue. This album is there to create a dialogue, like, between me and strangers, me and my friends, like, it's really all it's there for, because it's and like... And it, it does that, like, because, once again, like, it, it got me thinking. Because in me doing... Got me having opinions and shit. And there's a podcast I got produced from this. <laughs> really, I want all my music, like, any music that I do, I, I would like for it to create a dialogue, because I feel like in any any song or anything that I do, I feel like... Anybody that knows me or anybody well, anybody that doesn't know me, you're getting a new side of me every time you hear a different song. Word. But people, people who know me, eventually you're going to hear something. You're going to hear a song. You're going to hear me say something. And you're going to be like, and I'm like, cool, bet. That's the dialogue we need to have. Let's talk. Right, like, right. Was it like, that's all, it's, that's all it's about. It's like. See, it's like. In all honesty, it's like it's like how like uh, how Jay came at me about uh, tarnishment of a black male image. How he came at me really got me thinking about it. That's why I really do want him on a part two because what he did for me for that episode is what this album did for me and my thinking about black people. Because in one of the songs, let's see, just like uh, with Manson, matter of fact. Took literally noting these notable bars down because truth be told, like I had, I pretty much how off uh, off record I was talking to Mose here, and I was talking about artists that I studied. Like truth be told, when I think about it, like there are some things like I know a lot about rap, though, but there's a lot of rap that I don't know. It's like hearing CeeLo Green rap was something else. It really was, ladies and gentlemen. Like hearing I just, that, like I just showed him some goodie mob. Like, I know who Goody Mob is, so don't everybody, you know, yeah, he knows. clip off my ankles, you know. Don't everybody he, come from my head now. Like, don't everybody try to bust my kneecaps. He knows who Goody Mob was. He just had never heard the nigga experience, and he never heard Black Ice. Like, truth be told, I feel like I'm about to get some serious hate. Some not, well, not hate, but, like, I'm going to get some serious. Like, bro, what the fuck? How can you love rap and not listen to this? It's like how people came at me. It's like how when I first started rapping and the kids that was there that got me into it, like, they had the same reaction why I never heard Renegade, the song with uh, Jay-Z and Eminem, or Eminem, Jay-Z, whatever. Like, Wait, when was the first time you heard that? Like, honestly, I was a little bit in high school. Okay, as long as it was before you knew me, because I was going to hear about you on the tip. Like, nah, nah, I heard Renegade plenty of times because, like, Renegade, because truth be told, we probably won't ever get another track like that again. No, when nigga, are we ever going to see, see Jay-Z and Eminem on regular modern-day Shakespeare? Jesus Christ, the king of these latter-day saints. Come on, We're not going to get that no. again, man. We are not going to get that again. It's not going to happen. It's like J. Cole and Kendrick Lamar are making an album together. It's not going to happen. But if it were... You know what? Once again, whole other podcast. Not even going to Eminem it. made that beat, by the way. Huh? Yeah, Eminem made the Renegade beat. Then again, I'm not surprised because he, he did Toy Soldiers. I'm not surprised by that. I'm not surprised. That, I'm really not surprised by that. Like, I was at first, but I'm, I'm not surprised by that at all. 
But the song that I was going to reference it was Manson. Like the bars I had picked for this song were Now that I just feel like we robbed. Most of these niggas can't get a job. Niggas just do what they talk. Learn from the streets he did not know his pop. Had all had all our history stolen. All we had all we were told was we was chosen. All of our hopes they were broken. They treat my skin like an omen. I felt that shit. And the reason why I say I felt that shit is because, truth be told, being born in America as a black man, you're born with a tar target on your back. Matter of fact, you're born with two. Number one, you're black. Number two, you're a man. So already the system is set up for you to fail just because you are born a certain skin, a, a certain skin tone. Because you were born black. Like a lot of people go, like black people go through a lot of shit just for simply being born who they were. And that all leads into the off-brand, uh, not off-brand, but off-record conversation where we, uh, me and uh, Mose here talked about, about the conditioning of black people. Like how a lot of black people would not be, how, how a lot of us would not be the way we are as certain habits where they got cut, stopped during slavery. Because, and like on the song, the song Manson. And by the way, the dude, matter of fact, explain what, matter of fact, because I'm, I'm asked to explain. Who is Manson? Why'd you name it Manson? Um, the sound bite that you hear in the beginning of the song and um, after each chorus is Charles Manson. It's Charles Manson talking. And he's basically just giving you his thoughts on how he feels. You probably should have left black people in the jungle. You should have probably left them in Africa because they were guides over there. And that literally is where the first bar of the chorus comes in. You can't say God from his home because that's basically me doing a whole play off of you can take a nigga out the hood, but you can't take a hood out the hood out the nigga. You can take us out of Africa, but you can't take Africa out of us. Nope. You can take God from his house, but you cannot take God from his house. True. All facts. It's like, at the end of the day, like, you, you can't. It's like, that's where I, that's my stock, man. Like, this is me here. How can you take me from me? It's like, if I'm God, regardless... Wherever you take me, I'm God. No matter how you no oppress me, kill, strip, beat, brutalize me, I'm God. Pretty much. What Erica Badu say, if we were made in his image, then call us by our name. Most intellects do not believe in God, but they fear us just the same. Come on now. <laughs> Nothing but gems, people. Nothing but gems. And this part, all we were told, we was chosen. Like, truth be told, honestly, and matter of fact, once again, off record, we spoke about that. Yeah. All, we, all we were told, we was chosen. Like, if you go up to any black person, you ask them, do you know you are chosen people? What they gonna say? Oh, See, you like taking it completely different from how I meant it. I'm saying all we were told, all we were told it was chosen, or however I said, I don't remember, was basically 
Nigga, once we got over here, and we got Christianity and all that shit, and they gave us everything that they gave us, they chose what to give us. They chose mm. which books niggas could read. They chose what knowledge to give mm-hmm. them. So it's like all we were told it was chosen. Okay, it was an it there. I said all that we told we was chosen. There wasn't oh. it there. That guy I heard we. Nah, we. All we were told it was chosen. Yeah, look at truth be told, yes, that is, that is correct. And that that, goes, that is correct. That goes into our conversation from yesterday. That's why I be like I'm I be um slightly skeptical because I'm like I don't know. I know, like I know my family. I know their roots in Texas and stuff like that, but before all of that bullshit, like, because I could have been, one, I could have been a dark-skinned person that was already over here in America. Word. That's a possibility. Or Mm -hmm. I could have been over there in Africa. Either way, I need to know this so that I can comfortably be like, and this is the spiritual system I should be fucking with. Pretty much because I'm not going to lie. I believe in God. I believe there is, in fact, a God. I believe he is a gracious God, a loving God, all that. I really do. But I question the Bible. Why? Because it's been recreated in the hands of man for over 2,000 years. So how do I know what I'm really reading is the truth? How do I really know? It's like... It's like you can question the Lord, but you shouldn't question the Lord. You can ask him how, but if you ask him why? Put it this way. (laughs) The fact that you can Google the Council of Nicaea, you know what that is? I actually don't. The Council of Nicaea was a council where John Constantine and a bunch of other people decided what went in and didn't go in the Bible. Hmm. Hmm. Ever since I found that out, I threw my hands up. Yeah, like, at the end of the day, I can't... Like I said, it's hard to believe in something that's been recreated so many times. Like, how many things are part of history have been black zetsu? But this is a Chuha Jutsu. Ah, uh, no. I was supposed to save the world. Ah, uh, no. It's like if we gonna if we gonna talk about this, I'll, I'll say this right here. To me, God is the base form of all creation. All creation. No matter where it came, no matter what you, whatever it is, whatever you're surrounded by, to me, God is the base form. And everything just branched out from that. To me, God was the Big Bang. Pure and simple. Yeah. But that to me, that to me, that that's who God was. God created the universe. You can say, oh, but how could God can explode? Like, you can ask some ignorant questions if you want to. But to me, God is the creator of all things. I believe there was a garden. I believe there was a time when people didn't age like this. It's like, if we truly had none of the toxins we had in this world that would mess us up, if we had none of them nor took any of that, how much healthier and how much longer would people live? 
it's like, I bet there will be a lot more people out there who live past 100. There was a lady that went to my church who was 103 years old and still driving herself to church. No help. 103. Shit like that, man, we'll never know. I do believe at a point in time that we were naturally superhuman. Us pushing a boulder probably was nothing. Because, truth be told, like... Uh, no, nah, I mean, put it like... Uh, it's like a conversation me and Pablo had. Like, um... I could see it. I could believe it. Only because... I mean, well, unless you're one of the people that believe, like, aliens and shit was, like, down here fucking with us all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't necessarily believe we were as technologically nearly advanced as we are now. So I believe a lot of stuff back, back, back with our ancestors was done manual labor wise. Manual labor going to make you make you strong. Word. You working out all the time. Like if before this is pre-car era mm-hmm. and shit like that that we talking about. People walk. Especially going <laughs> miles, nigga. Miles, bro. Niggas. Boy. Nigga, boy, nigga I'm talking leg. about what it take you two weeks just to get from Arlington to Dallas. But legs strong. <laughs> but legs strong, bro. Like, Old days trip going from county to county. Legs I strong. couldn't do it. Nigga, feet roughed in a bit, bro. Probably really? run on asphalt all day and be perfectly fucking fine. Like, yeah, like I literally, that's something that I thoroughly believe that while we might be possibly mentally superior than our uh, in comparison to our ancestors i feel like you know physically they dominate that nigga, uh, yeah i feel like uh you know 10,000 bc me would fucking demolish me pretty much like <laughs> like it's like i got to fight dinosaurs and go out and get my own food Figure out all this like like truth be told, that's why some people don't let go of the old ways of the world. Like like the old way of making coffee, the old way of making a phone call, actually read a newspaper, using a floppy disk. Like there are people out there that still use these old forms of technology or old ways because truth be told, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. And then sometimes It's because new modern advances kind of cripple you a little bit to a degree. You go too far with it. Like, um, I was on YouTube and they were talking about fucking. Um, they were talking about. It was a, I was listening to a dude, a dude talk about Spider Man comic, and Spider Man was in. It was like one of the weird alternate Marvel universes, and Spider Man was in some teched out ass city, and he was like getting his ass whooped by like. Mm. Kingpin, but Damn. Kingpin was in the vi- he was in the Venom symbiote, but he like had been experimenting on it, so it was like a techno. So, it was like a techno Venom. So it was a shadow of the Venom that we know. It wasn't that Venom no more. And Damn. So basically, he was getting his ass whooped, and he like asked this dude where North was, and the dude didn't know where North was, and it's kind of like I looked at it. He in this really teched out ass city. All this modern shit, and this nigga don't know where North is. <laughs> Boy, we about two minutes away from that. And mm. that's scary, bro. So to a degree, 
I see why old heads want to hold on to old shit and why they used to try to ram some old shit in our head because some of them probably foresaw, like, we people are lazy, bro. Yeah. Like. To a high degree. Like, we already GPS everywhere. Pretty much. So, like, isn't shit. Eventually, motherfuckers gonna forget that the sun rise on the east. <laughs> And it's like, hey, like, shit. It's like we do depend on that tech, that tech shit for a lot. So you know, it does make us to a, a certain degree. It does make us weak. It's like, don't get me wrong. The applications are great, but there are cons. There are indeed cons. It's like that one video we watched about millennials and shit. The simple yeah. action of just putting down your phone for an hour a day. Yeah. Just for a simple hour. But yeah, it's like the, to see how much a, a lot that came from one song, people. Yeah. That was from one song. One random, random tandem. That is one song, and that spawned all of that. One random tandem. And also another fun fact: apparently, we can only record hour-long videos. I think you said that already. I did. I think so. Yeah, I think I did. But then again, I'm never gonna know <laughs> that again because I guarantee you, people like. Yeah, the we takes that we've taken up until this point. Yeah, we told them we just recorded a high hour and we lost it because of your techno skills or your editing skills. Yeah, that yeah, things happen. But at the same time, hey, shit, I'm sorry I have a knack for repeating myself. Y'all probably heard me say, to be honest, and at the end of the day, probably 50 times at least a piece during this podcast. So... Moving on and everything, like, from top to bottom, the album is gold. Like, it really is something that I believe everybody should, if you are a rapper, having a repertoire. So, if you could, like, just tell us, like, what was, and overall, like, I know you say your point was inspired dialogue and everything like that, but what does this album mean to you personally? It's um It's like it's 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 vent it's me venting basically. It's right, like right. It's, it's me getting out the fact that um Yeah, just me getting out the fact that there's a lot of shit that I just don't agree with as far as like when it comes down to how black people are treated in this country by other races and by themselves. I don't I don't like it. It's like regardless whether or not any of the super woke black shit is true and like oh we were we're God and like I like point blank period whether or not any of that shit is true, I don't really give a damn whether or not any of that is true because it's like at the end of the day that's why I didn't too much harp on stuff like that on the project I didn't want people to think I was just being too too much one of the super 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 woke niggas that was like basically I wasn't trying to be um damn what's his name I can't even think of it right now but um fuck what's that nigga name 
I don't know. I think he related to Frederick Douglass or some shit like Word. that. But I can't fucking think of his name right now. Everybody, mm-hmm. knows, they know what I'm talking about. But I just wasn't trying to be like just super super woke. I was just really just trying to voice like my distaste with how we're treated, how we allow ourselves to be treated, and how we treat ourselves, basically. That, that. I feel you, I feel you, bro. Like, it, it does, <clears throat> it does drive home several points. Many to what you've said, many to what I said. Like, it does drive home several points, and this album, it does put you in that hot seat to think about your actions, who you are, like, it, it, it did that for me, like, personally, that's what it did for me, and one of the songs on here that really did it, that really got to me was A Nazi's Web, because in true honesty, like, when I looked up that video for American Gods, that's where this came from, the talking part, oh, the soundbite that's on that, uh, on that track, what Orlando Jones said as that character honestly was some of the realest shit that I've heard. It really was. I, I'm gonna need y'all to go check that out. Yo, if American Guys is not in your 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 show list, your show list, if it's not there, I I will definitely put it on there. American Guys, yes. And truth be told, that was a character that got me into the show. Was just him alone. So for a Nazi's web, the bars that I took from that Let's see, get the old handy dandy notebook here. For Nazi's web, this is what I got from it. Reincarnate black ancestors. Kill crack and no time for protesting. Masculate my, masculate my image. Leave my home defenseless. Pray I'm not an interest of white temptress. No more black business. Ship me drugs, arrest me before I flip it. It's like... That conditioning thing is like a web. Mm-hmm. It just trickles down throughout the ages. It's like, this happened. So that happened. It's like, we, we got from A to Z here because of things that happened back then. Our image as a black people was destroyed from the get-go. They created another word to identify us. I don't give a fuck what you read in Webster's Dictionary. That is not the definition of the word nigger. Nigger, nigga, same shit. I understand what nigger means today, but in all honesty, how can you define a word that was here longer than you and existed before you? How do you rechange that definition to something else? Just because you make it mean something else does not mean it does have an original context, an original definition. So however a nigga means to you, that's cool. But in all honesty, it's not what you think. It ain't what you think. So to sit there and to go through all that, masculate my image. How many black men were killed in front of their families due to a white massacre? How many? Leave my home defenseless. Took me from out of my house in Africa. Took me out of that setting 
and put me in a setting that I did not know. This was foreign land, foreign territory. My home back across the ocean. It's left defenseless, which means somebody who, anybody, can just come by and just pretty much just take my shit. Just chilling here. Every, but yeah, like, in all honesty, like, that's what, that's pretty much what that did. And, um, for you, because you spoke highly about this in the beginning. Like, you spoke highly about this particular part on here pretty, pretty big. So, for you, how did this track feel for you and creating it? How was it? Like, what did th what was this for you? It was like the very first, second song that we did. It was pretty much like the foundation of the project. We started off with this. It was originally called Nigger Boy before it was called Nazi's Web. Right. And we did, we had Nigger Boy and a song with um, a sound bite from Life. Um, the part when they're talking about niggas pies, these is whites only pies. We had that <laughs> part. And we did a song called, yeah. we did a song called White Pies that didn't make it. Um, but I don't know. The song was basically just like it was just I don't know. We just wanted it to be like fucked up, like <laughs> just be as dark as possible. Like and that, indeed was man. It was that, like who that little nigga boy at the white fountain dying of thirst? No, they probably drowned him. Mm -hmm. Like we basically was like. You a black dude, you trying to have some of anything that white people have, boy. You know you might get fucked up for that. Yeah. Just for trying to have some of anything that they got. Mhm. Mm That's pretty much the whole premise of the chorus, and like the bars that you picked, um, you pretty much kind of had it right. Um, no, you had it right. You just go for the broader vision of it, and like. I was basically you have to masculate my image. Oh, that's right. Yeah, like yeah, you masculate my image. Um, that could just be us as black people as a whole. You just fuck off black people's image mm -hmm. as a whole, or just emasculating like the male image in like the black home. Not necessarily saying like in Africa, just the home right, of right. father, mother, children. Mm -hmm. You masculate my image. Now my home is defenseless. Right. My wife, my kids, they just out here now. Mm hmm And then... Um, masculate my image, leave my home defenseless. Pray I'm not interested of white tempters. Um, I had thought about that last one, pray I'm not, because truth be told, let's just be real. Like, we ain't gonna act like white women back then didn't go up in that stable. See all the you know, it all was, them horses in there. That was just. It didn't just like even. Yeah, I'm just saying. Even, even <laughs> after, even after, yeah. even like afterwards, when it was free, it's like, bro, you knew you better not be caught with a white girl. So yeah. it's like, pray I'm not the interest of white tempters. Um, mm. Wait, I feel. Uh, I feel like we missing a bar. What else? Let's see. No more black business. Ship me drugs. Arrest me before I flip it. Mm. Because what that made me think about was the whole crack epidemic. 
because if crack was released to the, the United States, to America, from the government, y'all shit be these drugs, and you arrest me before I can make my money off it. Yeah, that's exactly what that was. Pretty much it. It's like, you give me shit, and then once I try to do something with it, you put me in jail for it. Put your hands on, black boy. I bet. That's stupid. But, that's how it fucking works. Pretty much. Hey, a Nazi's web is by far. As a, <laughs> as a nigga, in the hood, like as, as a nigga, <laughs> I can understand, I can understand a cold ass lick when I see it. It's like, you know. Mm-hmm. That's just a cold ass lick, nigga. You let the shit come here, and then you arrest the motherfucker, like, you getting paid on both ends. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like, it's like, if you honestly break it down, even with some of the drugs that we take out here, truth be told, all the stuff that's considered hard drugs that are illegal is in some of the very prescriptions that we take. America's just a big-ass hustle, bro. Big Pharma is nothing but flipping drugs. That's basically it. Big Pharma ain't nothing different from a nigga in his, in his kitchen cooking crack. Cooking coke is nothing different. It is literally the same thing. <laughs> so, man... Truth be told, like, I do want to thank you for coming through and working with this. I know this has been a, an extremely long process, like, three days of attempting this, re-recording it, going at it again and again, and, let's see, uh, type shit. <laughs> but, yeah, going through this again and again, like, it has been, it has still been dope. Like, truth be told, like, y'all may hear some gems from some of the pre-recorded past ones, well, the only one that honestly was the very first actual recording that was actually started off very well. Yeah, because the gym is gone. Yeah, the gym is gone, unfortunately. But that one there is still the very original recording. Like, that's going to be something that either both of us use or I use or he use and probably lay out on tracks and whatnot because... Listen, even though this was some work, this was fun. This is something I could definitely see doing again and revising and re-editing and going back and forth and talking about this 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 here i do like 100 percent. i'm glad it's with somebody i've known for a good portion of my life and whatnot and someone who has influenced me on my rap of quite a bit it's like i touched on because pretty much like the album not album but the episode that i did where i pretty much talk about you know the difference between flow poet and junior this is where that where that came from is this friendship that I have with him because truth be told when I sat down and I thought about it it's like I did sit up and create two different personas to my writing there's Junior and then there's Flow Poet that's why this is titled Flow Poet by Junior because the guy that's in front of you that's talking about yeah this is Flow Poet but Junior that's the dude doing the writing don't get me wrong Flow Poet writes too but Junior that that's my lyrical guy Flow Poe is my poetic guy. Flow Poe is the guy that comes out and puts it all melodic down and do, that's just me. So, just a, in a big ass bow, this album is definitely something that you should have in your repertoire. It should be a part of your rap category. It should be in there. You should have this tape in your truck. Definitely. Like, that's basically what I'm saying. It's not a tape though. This is an album. Don't, don't treat it like tape. This is this is, this is an album. 
And don't get me wrong, I understand most some mixtapes can't sound like albums, but this is indeed an album. Yeah, this is definitely an album. Like this is this is album territory. So this album should definitely be in your truck. This album should be in your iPad. This it should be on your iPod. It should be in your phone. It should be it should be basically anywhere that has a speaker. If you got speakers, it needs to come out of there. Pretty much. Alexa, play Black Nazi. Boom. You know they said it had Samuel L. Jackson for the uh, the voice on Alexa, so it, it'd be said like motherfucking shit like that. No. Apparently that exists. I might get one of those just for that. I'm outside. It was supposed to be a thing, but I forgot about it, and you just reminded me, so I looked into that. Because if I go sit up and like, hey, Sam, what motherfucker? Like, I'm gonna have fun with that. I'm gonna look into that when we end up getting the house. Like, (laughs) that's gonna be dope. That is gonna be dope. I really hope. Hey, I need y'all to do that. Who makes Alexa? Is it Amazon? Amazon, I need y'all to do that. I need y'all to cut Samuel L. Jackson that check and get that going. But, I think, yeah, like, he's supposed to be doing it for something, bro. Like, that's actually a for real thing. Oh, that true. Well, then I thank you, Amazon, for making this a thing and cutting Samuel L. Jackson that check. Now, let the people know where they can hear you at, where is your content, social platforms, all that good stuff. Um, You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Mozart, but it's spelled W-O-S-V-R-T. And pretty much you can just find the music on Apple Music, Spotify, um, Amazon Music, Google Music, or whatever the hell it's called. Whatever, any streaming platform that you use. Just go in, type in Mozart Black Nazi, B-L-X-C-K-N-X-Z-I. There you have it, people. That's where you can catch him at, hear him at. Just continue to support because, truth be told, I can honestly say that black business is something that black people do need to start doing some more support of. It's like there's a lot of the people that I know that are running a business right now are trying to get something business-like off the ground, whether it be in music, whether it be in... Uh, cars or whether it be in jewelry whether it be in art majority of them are black and the things that i hear from them are album sales or from art sales or from their jewelry sales or anything they do creative is hard for them because their own community don't back them up because they want to get a discount for it they want to get things at a cheaper price like oh because they know you or they cool with you or they think they potentially going to spend money with you they want some type of discount no black people we need to support black business it's like during this whole coronavirus thing right now, black businesses are getting hit hard because some of them don't have a drive-through or they don't have a delivery. They only have a dine-in area. So what does that mean they got to do? They got a whole shut down. So right now, there's a couple of black folk out there who have their own restaurant or something like that, and they ain't making absolutely no money right now. See, now my brain is all confused because I'm like... Was this the hour? Did we talk about did we talk about Tulsa and shit on this one or the other one? We talked about Tulsa on the other one, but if you want to touch on this subject, we can. We got nine minutes and fifty one seconds. Damn, man. <laughs> I know. There like y'all have no idea that that man, boy, like that was going on that was gonna be in two parts. That was originally like originally before the original original idea, like before this one, this was gonna get broken down into two parts. Because the amount of conversation that we had, the, the things that were said, I 
Lord, I wish we had this audio. Bro, it still needs to be multiple parts, bro. It does. So, you know what? At the end of the day, ladies and gentlemen, because we didn't even run through everything we really wanted to run through, and we're approaching the hour mark once again, and I'm surprised at how quick that went by. <coughs> I don't know. Maybe it's just raw pound. But... <coughs> We are rolling up on basically, but we at eight minutes and some and some change, and then well seven minutes and some change, and we will be at a full hour. But this is this has been fun. So this is going to be a part two to this album review, Black Nazi by Mozart, part two. There will be a part two to this because this was just simply fun. It was great. I enjoyed myself. I believe you enjoyed yourself. Yeah, this is pretty dope. For this to be my my first interview. By myself, I did one with Pablo once. So I did an interview with Darwin once. We had a internet radio interview. It was pretty tight. Yeah, it's just something about doing these kind of things because not only do we talk about the album, but it leads to a myriad of subjects because there are so many things said in music that people just do not catch. It's like on the previous recording. Apparently, I chose a complete raw. I wasn't gonna mention this, but I feel like I'm obligated. So, apparently, oh, it's a race. There's apparently a bar in there, or a couple of bars that Mozart wanted me to catch because he was so sure that nobody would catch these bars. Now, the thing about it was that I did catch them, but I wrote down the wrong ones. So he ain't catch them. Hey, shut up. <laughs> but I was like, I understood the part that he was talking about, but the bars I chose it for what I look for in a song caused me to overlook it i'll that's the closest to didn't catch it that i will take that's the closest i'll accept on that but for all it's smooth criminal he's very proud of himself right now yeah he's he's very proud of himself right now <laughs> but for all it's a race before we hit our deadline here you were he was talking about um let's see uh because you're talking about James on the low. And, um... James B. Low. James B. Low, yeah, James B. Low. I was just trying to remember the bars whenever I can't right now. It might be because of the rock on but... So wouldn't you suppose that Uncle Tom play his role? He even rocking their clothes. He even speak with their spokes. Could he be James on the low? That right there. Like... And then we... Uh, the friends... Uh, friends uh, and your foes. Uh, how about... Keep your cars next to pros, friends with your woes. So, and yeah, it would pretty much just be the whole beginning, like the whole probably, I guess, like first eight bars. Like, um, yeah, the ten toes, souls on the road. Uh, ten toes, souls on the road. No yellow bricks, no wizard to cure woes. Always keep the cons next to pros. Keep friends further than your foes. So we you suppose that yeah. Uncle Tom play his role. He even rocking their clothes. He even speak what they spoke. Could he be James on the low? Huh. They ain't even know. Sleeping with devils for hope. That suck your bitch. Use all of her throat. Anything to get the vote. Could cause a shy boy turn cold. Huh. Well, that. Yes, that whole part there. Because truth be told, like, you can... You can, like, to me, like, how that sounds, like, you can have the sharpest sword in the world and still get fucked up by the rustiest knife. Like, you still can. It's like, 
You can have the tightest circle in the world and then somebody still leak your shit. No and it could be in your own, it, it most likely is going to be somebody in your own circle because the only people who have certain access to this will be what? The producer, the nigga who does the mixing, the mastering, the person who wrote the lyrics themselves. Like, there's many people who get to hear and see this album as a whole before it's even put together. So, a leak could be anywhere and they could be from people you trust. It really can. Oh, I thought you were talking about people understanding stuff. I was like, boy, I'll be going over Pablo Head all time. No, I'm just talking about just leaking. Like, I'm just it's like, you keep your friends next to your foes, like, you keep all that together, but you know, you know, James, it's you know like, it, could that oh, be James over there? No, we should, we should save this a race for the part two. Save this race for, yeah, we're going to have a conversation about it. Oh, okay. We really are. Okay. So, yeah, we'll just yeah, come back to it. We'll just come back to it on part two, because this is going to lead into that, because right now we're running on fumes here, because now the numbers are red. The numbers is the red. The numbers is red. They, we, we can hold stop signs from Anchor side. Hey, man, it's too much. Warning. It's too much. Apparently, we're doing too much for Anchor Podcast right now. But shout out to them for providing the podcast, and I will answer that email, and I will be telling you guys why I do my podcast. So thank you for reaching, me out, reaching out to me about that. So thank you guys for coming. Thank you guys for listening. Once again, this is Mo Sark. Go ahead and say goodbye to the people. Goodbye, people. Reminiscent once the only reason why I said it because of how it went on the last recording. It still hurts people that we don't have this audio for y'all, most more importantly for ourselves. Sight. I'll see you next time, guys. Alright, y'all be easy. Once again, thank you for listening. Part two.